are crimes every day across the globe. 911, what's your emergency? Murders, homicides, burglaries, robberies, assaults, and so much more. Here, we will be telling you the true stories about those involved in homicides, murders, burglaries, robberies, heists, and many more crimes. So sit back, try to relax, and let's get into the show. This is Chilling Ice Cold Crime. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Chilling Ice Cold Crime Podcast. Happy Halloween. (laughs) If you guys haven't already, check out our Twitter page over on Twitter. You can check that out. And that is at the Ice Cold Crime Pod. Make sure you check that out today. You can send us DMs or anything else to let us know about your personal stories so we can add them into our podcast episodes. But I figured today we'd feature a Halloween story and a few others of true ice-cold crime, chilling ice-cold crime, because we are so close to Halloween. So with that being said, let's go ahead and let's get started. So our first story, like I said, is going to be a Halloween story to really get you guys going. (laughs) So let's go ahead and get started. On a chilly Halloween night in the small picturesque town of Ravenwood, an unsettling incident unfolded, shattering the festive spirit and leaving the community reeling in horror. The mysterious disappearance of 12-year-old Tommy Jenkins cast a shadow over the one-celebrity atmosphere, plunging the town into a state of fear and uncertainty. Tommy, known for his mischievous antics and love for all things Halloween, had been eagerly preparing for the night's festivities. Doning a ghostly costume and clutching a plastic pumpkin filled with candy. As the evening wore on and the excited laughter of children filled the air, Tommy vanished without a trace, leaving behind a trail of unanswered questions and anxious whispers. An exhaustive search effort, aided by concerned townsfolk and law enforcement, scored every nook and cranny of Ravenwood but Tommy seemed to have disappeared into thin air. The discovery of a torn piece of his ghost costume near the edge of a dense, ominous forest raised chilling possibilities and sparked a surge of apprehension among the townspeople. Rumors began to circulate, fueled by the eerie folklore surrounding Ravenwood's haunted past. Tales of restless spirits and a spectral figure that roamed the woods on All Hallows' Eve lent an air of male violence to the unfolding drama. As the investigation intensified, suspicions turned toward a reclusive old man, Mr. Tobias. Rumored to be a recluse with an unsettling fondness of the occult. 
However, an unexpected twist in the case revealed that Tommy had wandered off in a state of excitement following what he believed to be a trail of candy left by a mischievous neighbor. He had gotten lost in the woods but was discovered unharmed, albeit frightened, but a search party after several hours. The town breathed a collective sigh of relief, the incident serving as a cautionary tale of the dangers lurking amidst the innocent charm of Halloween. Ravenwood's Halloween celebrations took on a more subdued tone in the following years, with a newfound emphasis on safety and vigilance. Through the frightful episode had a happy ending, the memory of Tommy's disappearance continues to serve as a reminder of the precarious balance between merriment and peril on All Hallows' Eve. Whoa, that one is interesting. Ooh. <laughs> and again, these are all true, so Tommy was found, but that's, that's just happened so much. Like, kids get... Like, how many kids actually are getting kidnapped in Halloween, around Halloween night? It's crazy. The next story I have here is not so much Halloween, but just a regular true crime story. It's a murder story. It is uh, in the tranquil town of Willow Creek, the Willow Creek Mystery. Let's read. In the tranquil town of Willow Creek, a murder most heinous disrupted the peace, leaving the community in a state of shock and disbelief. The victim, a well-respected local philanthropist, Mr. Jonathan Wells, was found lifeless in his lavish estate, the scene marred by an aura of brutality and malice. The investigation swiftly honed in on a prime suspect, Mr. Wells' business partner, Lucas Grant whose strained relationship with his victim had been the talk of the town for months. As detectives delved deeper into the case, a web of betrayal, jealousy, and financial discrepancies began to unravel, revealing a darker side to the seemingly prosperous partnership. Lucas's mounting debts and Mr. Wells' refusal to bail him out had seemingly reached a boiling point leading to a heated altercation that culminated in a fatal act of violence. Forensic evidence tied Lucas to the crime scene, and testimonies from disgruntled employees painted a picture of a man consumed by envy and dis- I'm sorry, and desperation. The subsequent trial gripped the community, exposing the underbelly of a seemingly harmonious business venture that had masked deep-seated animosity. As the prosecution presented a compelling case, Lucas's defense attempted to cast doubt on the evidence, citing a lack of concrete proof linking him to the murder. However, a damning confession from an estranged accomplice ultimately sealed Lucas's fate, leading to a conviction that left the town with a sense of closure, but also a lingering unease. The memory of Mr. Jonathan Wells serves as a poignant reminder of the frugality of trust and the darkness that can fester within even the most seemingly secure relationships. Willow Creek, scarred by this grim episode, strives to rebuild a sense of unity and trust, vowing to never forget the life cut short by an act of senseless violence. That's why you don't mix business and friends. <laughs> and you don't mix 
relationships with business. You know what I mean? Like, just you keep it all separate. But money is the most, like, interesting thing. People will do anything. And I mean anything for money. It's crazy. And here I have our last story for today, which takes place in the bustling city of Los Angeles. In the bustling city of Los Angeles, the notorious Black Dahlia murder of 1947 stands as one of the most perplexing and haunting cases in American criminal history. The victim, Elizabeth Short, a young, aspiring actress, was found brutally mutilated and bisected at the waist. Her body discarded in a vacant lot. The heinous nature of the crime captured the public's attention, sending shockwaves throughout the nation. Elizabeth, known for her striking looks and ambitious dreams, had been attempting to break into Hollywood's competitive scene. However, her dreams were tragically cut short, leaving behind a trail of speculation and intrigue. Despite an extensive investigation by the Los Angeles Police Department, the case remained unsolved, fostering a multitude of theories and speculations that have persisted for decades. The media frenzy that ensued propelled the Black Dahlia murder into the realm of infamy. The name Black Dahlia itself, coined by the press due to Elizabeth Short's penchant for black clothing and the 1946 noir film The Blue Dahlia, became synonymous for the grisly unsolved crime. In the absence of substantial leads, various suspects were considered, including a local surgeon with a history of mental instability and a former acquaintance of Shorts with a criminal background. The case notoriety further soared with a circulation of cryptic letters and packages allegedly sent by the killer, adding a layer of chilling mystery to an already perplexing narrative. Despite relentless efforts by law enforcement, the lack of concrete evidence in the passage of time has allowed the Black Dahlia murder to remain an enigmatic, enigmatic cold case, leaving behind a legacy of fear and fascination. Decades later, the Black Dahlia murder still captives the public's imagination, inspiring numerous books, films, and documentaries. The unsolved nature of the crime has fueled a multitude of conspiracy theories and speculations, ensuring that the memory of Elizabeth Short and the quest for justice continues to endure as a haunting reminder of the dark underbelly of the City of Angels, the City of Los Angeles. So, I think that is pretty much it for today's episode um, here at the Chilling Ice Cold Crime Podcast. I know it was only a 10-minute episode, and I definitely do apologize for that today, but that's all I, the stories that I could find. I need your guys' help, so if you do find some stories out there, some real true crime stories, I don't care if they're murders, burglaries, cyber-stalking, cybercrime even rape but just know they have to go into a separate podcast episode that's marked as explicit because of the nature of them but if you guys find any kind of crime I don't care if it's a red light that turned into a murder I I don't care any kind of crime please DM us on Twitter so I can share the story over here if you want to share it anonymously perfect if you have your own story I will share your name if you want your name to be shared because you found the story I will more than I will definitely do that for you but please if you know of any true crime stories 
please send them over to us on Twitter um, as detailed but as short as possible. Um, and again, our Twitter is linked at the username the or I'm sorry. It's linked at the username Chilling Ice Cold Crime Pod. No, it's at the, I'm sorry. It's at the username Ice Cold Crime Pod, okay? At Ice Cold Crime Pod over on X, also known as Twitter. And I want to thank you guys for tuning in to today's episode, and I will catch you in the next episode. Have a great day. Crimes are committed every day all across the globe. This was just a few of them. There is millions and trillions more all across the globe. The real question is, will you return for the next episode to hear more of chilling ice-cold crime? I'm your host, Austin, and there is new episodes coming every week, sometimes more than once a week, so you can get more stories and more crime to ring your ears off. Hey! Ice Cold Stories of Pure True Crime. Only here, a chilling... Ice Cold Crime.